I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Resource Real Talk About Real Estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt. And I'm Jay Pitts. And we are joined today by the one and only Matt Hoagland. Hey, Matt, what's up, guys? Thank you for being here Otherwise on such short notice. Otherwise known as Hoagie. Yeah. To those here inside the brokerage, those fond of him, Hoagie. Hoagie. You know? Hoagie. That's what is we'll that put okay? the show notes. It's okay. We can Absolutely. call you Hoagie. No, that, that name has actually followed me since I was probably about five years old. So. It's a term of endearment. Yeah, I mean, it's I'll, term I mean, of endearment. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, you know, and actually, it shouldn't go without saying that we are here on Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween, oh. October thirty first, but also the birthday of one co-host, Mr. Gabe Pruitt. Indeed, yes. So, it, what is it like growing up born on Halloween? Actually, not to digress too far, but it was a burden. It really it was, was a burden when I was. Is it like up, being born on Christmas? Like you don't get your own birthday because every, it's a so distraction every year party? it's a Halloween birthday party, and I tell a story all the time. I would like have a party, all the friends are over, and there's just a pile of presents that I'm ready to open. And it's like, nope, we're actually going to go trick or treating for two or three hours, <laughs> collecting candy. It's like going on a hike. So, so it's an exercise in restraint. And I was just like, when can we go there's home? Nothing, I'm ready to go home and open presents. There's like, no. nothing wrong with restraint, Gabe. You can have some restraint. True. I think that's totally, totally fine. But I deeply appreciate Halloween now. It is one of my favorite holidays. I, I can understand that. I would I would think so. I would think that you would deeply appreciate it. Well, anyway, so we know this is not our typical day. Right. Okay. We behind. typically record on Wednesdays, so we are live here. Um, if you follow us, we go live every Wednesday at noon, save yesterday. Gabe was unfortunately under the weather, so we were unable to go live yesterday. So we're coming to you today live with an interesting topic, despite all the distractions, and we are blessed enough to have Mr. Matt Hoagland join us because I think he's uniquely capable of addressing today's topic. Gabe, why don't you set it up for us because we had a great conversation in our Monday morning meeting, but why don't you set up the topic for us a little bit? Yeah, so what we wanted to talk about today has to do with overcoming some of the the natural um, what's the best word for this just the, just the natural obstacles that a lot of real estate people face there's a lot of yeah. things that can happen to your mindset when you're constantly confronted with uh, all of these challenges that come in real estate and a lot of it has to do with you know you're your own boss you're your own motivator you have yeah. to make a lot of the decisions that can make or break your business and a lot of that self-talk uh, can yeah. get really negative sometimes when you're dealing with uh, trying to understand what's the best use of my time right now, or is any of this even making a difference? Does any of this work? Am I actually going to be successful or not? Is this a huge waste of my time sitting here calling people an hour every day? Um, am I bad at this because people just reject me on the phone over and over? So we wanted to talk about all of that negative self-talk, what to do with it, whether or not that's normal, or if it's something that, you know, we want people to know that they're not alone if they think that. Sure think these things. Well, and, and the funny thing is, is our conversation, uh, Matt, and you can probably appreciate this. You didn't sit in our meeting on Monday, but um, you can probably appreciate this. And and the, what really led me to want to address this topic in our podcast this week was the fact that kind of off the cuff, like I had just had a baby, right? Jen and I just had number three, which you have number three. You know, you, you, you know what it's like uh, to be outnumbered, been there, done that, right? <laughs> um, so we had number three Sunday night. Okay. Got 
it's been great. Everything has been great so far. And it's really nice, the experience that I've had with number three. Matt, chime in here. Um, we've known what to expect, right? No longer do we feel freaked out like we're going to make a mistake and something's going to go horribly awry. We feel comfortable in knowing, but that doesn't change the challenge in the moment, right? Like trying to do your 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 daily stuff that you've come used to and, uh, you know, follow your responsibilities and all that. You're still not getting any sleep. You still got a, a human being that is completely dependent upon you for their every need. And Sunday night just wasn't a good night for me. Like, you know, my wife was worn out because Saturday night, you know, I got some sleep and she didn't. So I let her to go, go to bed and I'm up literally all night with the like trading who gets to sleep. And, <laughs> and so, you know, I was very, I was very frustrated, you know, I, and, and all the things that go along with that frustration, um, the guilt, oh. right? Like you're angry cause the baby won't sleep. Now you feel guilty for being angry at this little tiny nine pound thing that can't, that can't help any of the things that it's feeling. Right. Um, I'm frustrated that Jen's sleeping and I'm not, you know, and then I'm mad at myself for being frustrated with her and all those things, right. Just really led to a spiral of my personal self-talk and my energy leading into Monday morning, which is very important in our business yeah. to kick off your week in a positive way and to come in here and to not just, and you, you can speak to this too. Um, not just me, like this whole place depends on me in some way, shape or form. And those, you know, 15 or 20 agents that sit in our Monday morning meeting rely on me for energy to bring it. Well, so, and, so and yeah, I think, well, I was going to say, so, you know, specifically in your case, you know, you have the 15 to 20 agents, you've, you've got staff, you've got a property management uh, company, but, but something else that, that sticks out to me and what, and what I feel like my focus is always on is you also have clients. Yeah. So, you know, you've got the, the daily grind with a new kid. Um, you've got, uh, wife responsibilities. You've got, uh, rental, rental properties. You've got deals going good, most going bad, you know, a lot sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, and that can be, uh, that can be very, uh, just weighs you down sometimes, yeah. you know, and you just, that negative self-talk is, it's easy. It's really easy to just sit there and say, woe is me, you know, and, and blame it on yourself as well. So, yeah, no, I, I know, you know where I'm coming from. You and I have had many, many conversations about this very topic. Well, I'm a basket. Case. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> sometimes, we, we, sometimes. we honestly, no, no, Matt, Matt and I have a great, have a great working relationship and we, you know, and a friendship on top of that. So we speak very candidly with one another and you know, it's why I felt really, um, appreciative that he's willing to come on here and be so transparent and talk about some of the experiences he's had. But, you know, coming away from that meeting on Monday, I literally just, something compelled me in that meeting to just kind of lay it all out there for the team. You know, I mean, I told them that I sat in my car literally five minutes before walking into the meeting and like tried to psych myself up because like you need to get it together because these people depend on you. Well, and I think with, with what you were just saying, I think it's important for you or anybody in some kind of leadership position to show a little bit of, you know, transparency, yeah, like you're vulnerability. Just, yeah. You're not always up here. Well, that's exactly know. what they appreciated. And what led me to do this today, to want to do this episode was the fact that, you know, everybody's all silent in the meeting, right? So like I'm out there on that, on that tightrope by myself, like feeling very vulnerable 
even in sharing in the team, you know, they're nodding and they're quiet and I got some smiles, I got some kind of blank faces and you just wonder in that moment, you know, how, how this is resonating with these people, right? Like, you know, there's even some guilt for me in that moment thinking these people don't need to hear this. These people need me to come in here and be strong. But I had like no joke, like five of my team members reach out afterwards and say, Hey, you don't know how much that meant to me. Like, knowing that you're going through the same things. And I think sometimes as a leader, okay, so all of our listeners out there that are leaders, we feel this compulsion to be strong, to be invincible, to be, you know, this, this pillar of, you know, kind of just solidified mass, like you cannot be moved, like nothing takes you off your game. And to a certain extent, that strength inspires people. But sometimes the vulnerability inspires them more. So Matt, so talk to me about this. We've talked a little bit about my situation, right? Um, ultimately, I had a really good day on Monday, okay? The baby was up in the middle of the night. I was up with him, and I didn't care. Like, it was complete 180 from where I was 24 hours prior. And what I recognized was that, and what I conveyed to the team that morning was that your energy, your self-talk, is one of the very few things that you can, in fact, choose. You can choose to wallow in your challenges, but you know what? That's your choice. Your outcome is directly related to the choice that you made. And everyone has stuff, right? Everybody. Everybody's got it. Like your circumstances are not mine, but they but they are very important to you. And you can find a reason if you're looking for one to be upset, to be down. Okay, so so let's 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 lay this out. Matt, you've had a lot of success in real estate. You sold a lot of property. You just got awarded the Remax Hall of Fame. You've been with the company not three, even three four years, years. Yeah. not even four years. Remax hall of fame. For those of you that don't know, that's a million dollars in gross commissions earned yeah, big deal. with Remax. So he, Matt has done that. You can do the quick division. Okay. In three and a half years, he's done over a million dollars in gross commissions, tons of success. But this time last year, were you happy with your business? No, I, you know, I, I really wasn't. And, um, I think a lot of that attributed to uh, going back to the, to the woe is me. So, you know, I was in the middle of, you know, having a real slow season, you know, from August to maybe October last year. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't feel good about what I was doing. And so, you know, I'd actually reached out to, to a couple different people. Obviously you and I ha have spoke, you know, about this, but somebody said something to me and he said, he said, Matt, you know, why did you get into real estate? And I said, well, I, you know, I enjoy helping people. I, I'm a people person. I like to, you know, provide service. And he said, well, what do you, you know, I don't see you on social media anymore. I don't see you doing some of the things. You're not loving on your people the same way. Uh, and, and I would say that, you know, one of the things that I believe is, is when we're the happiest is when we're helping others, we're serving others. Sure. Um, and even now, if I find myself in a funk, um, you know, I'll do two or three positive things or something for somebody else to kind of help build me out of that. And, and, you know, sometimes it's not always the easiest thing to do. Um, but that's just something I have to consider and, and think about, you know, as I'm going through my, my day to day. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting well, that you say that too, because I think for a lot of people, their first thought wouldn't be, you know, when they're struggling with their energy to pour into somebody else. Like that would definitely not be my first thought. Like if I was struggling to get my own mind right, I would be trying to deal with myself before I would try to help somebody else. So well, it's but, very the, but Gabe, that you're, you're absolutely right. But what Matt is saying is extremely important because, you know, we used to say, um, you know, you're trying too hard. 
in, in sports, right? Like, so growing up in baseball, like you're forcing the game, let the game come to you is, is a statement that you'll hear often in baseball. A really, ta- really talented player needs to let the game come to them. Yeah. When you're, when you're playing basketball and you're forcing shots, right? You're, you're not taking good shots, but you know, you're the best player on the floor, but if you don't take bad shots, you're going to shoot a low percentage. Let the game come to you. When you focus on yourself, Okay, inherently, you get yourself into this vacuum where you microanalyze every single decision and nothing can seem to measure up. You tend to spiral. But when you focus on others and you lift them up and they show you gratitude and you see the incremental change that you're causing, there is really nothing more valuable. Frankly, in my career right now, Matt, you know this, Gabe, you know this too. I don't do as many listings and you know, showings and that kind of thing. I'm investing time and energy in our agents to try and lift them up. And it's, it's some of the, it's some of the most rewarding work I've ever done. Okay. And I can see myself and, and the really great part about it is that it's much more scalable. I can only sell so many houses, but I can sit here and record a podcast episode and talk about self-talk and positive energy. And it literally can affect anybody who, you know, goes over to iTunes or to YouTube or to our website and looks at this stuff. So what Matt has done, and I'm, I'm going to talk specifics, okay? Can we talk specifics? Absolutely. Okay, so this time last year, not happy, but business was still better than ever. And in retrospect, your slow season of the fall was a slow season that a lot of people experienced. It was nothing due to your activities. It was merely, would you agree, merely um, an issue of perception, Right. Like you took an opportunity to over index on the negative in those moments, despite the fact that it was probably one of the best years you've ever had in real estate. Right. Yeah. 2018 was actually it was 2017. 2017 okay. was was my best. And, and this year is looking to, you know, to um, I'm going to surpass that. But yeah. Th- so 2018 was a little slower. So, you know, all of that combined, you know, going through a full year and kind of right. seeing the writing on the wall, too. But, but again, I, I don't want to discount the fact that it was me, that I was the one, you know, choosing to, to take that mindset. Um, but then, you know, reaching out. One thing that I do, I'll, I'll say this, I do this really well. Like if I have, I'm not afraid. Like if, I, if I'm going through something, I'll talk to, to people that I trust. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I'm, I open up to people. You are. That, that does help me. So, uh, but one of the things that I did last, last fall uh, you know, I, I I made the decision to kind of reinvent myself. Well, I don't want to say yeah. reinvent, but no, you invest in myself. I, I absolutely agree, and that's exactly where I was headed, is you came to a choice. Okay, you came to a moment where a choice had to be made. You either had to allow things to continue the way they were, or you had to make a choice to do some things radically different. Yeah. Okay, so what did you choose? What are some of the things? Let's talk specifics. What did you do? Because I want to highlight some of the... Because I obviously know we've talked about these things. We've strategized some of them together. But what were the things you did? Because what I want to do is I want to highlight some of the components of what you've done and how they impact your self-talk, in my opinion. So t- let's talk about specifics about a few things that you did. What are a couple of d- the larger decisions you made? Uh, the larger decision, uh, the, you know, first and foremost was uh, hiring a real estate coach. Um, I know that's something, I mean, I've followed that. I've been in real estate almost six years and I've, I've followed it for, from the very beginning, yeah. but you know, I didn't really see 
I didn't see the value in it at yeah. the time, but well, it's not cheap. Even, no, it's not. And cheap. if you, my wife, as my wife calls, I have a real estate coach as well. She calls him my real estate therapist, but you know, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. it, it serves a function, frankly. So you, yeah. so you hired a coach so and hard. it's not cheap. So is, no. this was a substantial financial investment. And this is also when, again, so I, I'm going to kind of draw some parallels to this. So when I first started into real estate, I had the highest mortgage. I just got the highest mortgage I ever had. Yeah. I had maybe $10,000 in the bank, my second kid on the way and just dove all the way in. So I just, I bet on myself. Took the risk. And took the risk and did it. So that's kind of, last year was my almost five year mark when I was kind of going through some of this. And that's what I, and I was like, well, I need to do this again and up my game. And, and coaching was one of the ways that I was gonna do that. Yeah, no, okay, so hired a coach, large, large financial investment, uh, bet on yourself again, so mimicked a great decision that you made in the past, okay? Um, put your money where your mouth was, got to a place where you were humble enough to know that you didn't know 100% of what you needed to be done to move you to where you wanted to go. So you, and, you, and you exercise vulnerability by exposing your business and your choices to someone else who was an impartial third party. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are some pretty, these are some pretty you know, serious things to, to make the decision, especially someone who's been as successful as you have. To say, hey, I don't know. You've been killing it. Look, no joke. There's a lot of people that would like to be Matt Hoagland in the real estate business right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of people in Louisville, a lot of people watching this podcast would love to have Matt's business. They would trade with him in a heartbeat. No joke, okay? And for this guy to be v- humble enough and vulnerable enough to say, I don't understand how to get out of this rut. I need someone to help me is a big deal. Okay, what's what's another decision you made? So you hired a coach, yeah, then what else? I'm- you know, another decision I made was to, uh, you know, I needed some help with managing, you know, my, my database and my, you know, some of my contract to close and my back end things. Uh, one of the things that I, I feel like that I do really well uh, that helped me in my business is, you know, loving on the people that, that trust me and that have done business with me. So now, you know, I have Adrian in place. Um, hired an assistant. Yeah, hired an assistant and she, administrative person. Yeah, absolutely. And she she helps with a lot of that that stuff. And and I've been able to implement a lot more ideas and things that I've I've always had, but I just couldn't. I didn't have the time to to run my business transactions and then also do some of this other stuff that that she definitely takes care of. Another large financial investment, right? I mean, yeah, it, it is. I mean. For you sure. know, compared to compared to an agent, there's a lot of a lot of our listeners are, are top level real estate professionals that are looking to get to the next level and find a hard time making that leap. But the truth is, is is you know, someone who does a lot of business by referral, like you do, Matt. Okay, you don't have a ton, you don't have to have a ton of expense, but when you invest in in people, it it comes at an expense. Okay, so that that was something else. So so coaching and an admin. Okay, because you you realized that you weren't going to get where you were going, where you wanted to go by yourself. Okay, so and and I think that was pretty amazing. So let's let's talk about something else that you did. We talked about the the, the financial investments that you've made. Also, again, vulnerability is exercised there because you said finally I can't do it all by myself. I have to have help, which is a big deal. Someone like you who provides such high level service. You're allowing Adrian, who is fantastic. I hope she's in the next room listening. But um, you're allowing her to communicate with your clients, which is yielding control, which is another big one. Marcy sitting over in the side of the room could smile about that one because I had to do the same thing. 
She is not. She's got a witch hat on today. She is not not. reacting. Happy (laughs) Halloween, Marcy. Um, So anyway, my my point is um, that's not the only way that you've made you you've you've grown through this process. Give give us some other ones. Uh, You know, a a third one, uh, probably around March or April, I sat I set out to you know hire bring on another agent. Yep. Um, And you know, I kind of whiffed. I'll just call it that. Uh, I whiffed on two people, uh, okay. which, you know, really turned it out for me to be, you know, kind of a blessing because, uh, you know, I did acquire somebody else that I, I kind of, I feel like he's, he's a mirror image of myself, the way that he conducts himself, the way that he, you know, thinks of other people. He's really great at bringing people together and kind of providing, you know, the, you know, the things that we have to do to get people together on deals. Like he, he has all of those skills. Uh, and he also trusts me and, and it's a mutual trust. And that's, that's so, so huge. Like I believe in this guy so much that, yeah. and, and so that's been uh, he, he actually started in July and um, you know, again, there's more risk responsibility uh, that comes with that. And um, trust me, I know. I mean, like, you know, you, you're not just thinking about yourself anymore. There's another family. Okay, de- you know, you're mentoring an agent that is dependent upon you for at least, at least guidance. And their success in large part is due to the proper guidance that you can provide. They've, they've yielded a lot of trust. They've given it to you. What are you going to do with it? So let me ask you this. You say you whiffed on two. Okay, in my experience, these things have a way of working out for the best. Okay, is Tony a better fit? Tony Stanrod, everybody. Tony Stanrod, is he a better fit than either of the first two would have been? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no question. So, like, so I, and I don't want to get like real touchy feely, Gabe, about this and, and talk, I'm keeping my distance and talk law of attraction and all that. Okay. You think you're funny. He's <laughs> killing me. Always got a one liner for me. Come anyway, touchy feely, but okay. Law of attraction, not trying to go there. But do you think in some small part, your energy and what you brought and the choices you made and the improvement that you focused on for yourself allowed for somebody like Tony to present himself and be the utmost perfect fit for you? Yeah. I mean, no question because, you know, to be, to be frank with you here, that's how Mike Secor came along in my life. So, you know, I, when I started a Cobalt banker, I was kind of doing my thing, sold Mike a house, sold his, his grandmother's house, sold his sister a house. Like he saw me doing that. And that inspired him to want to get to want to get into real estate. And he's somebody else, you know, just like Tony. He cares about people. He cares about what he does. Sure. Uh, and a lot of people don't know this. That guy probably would have been my brother-in-law. So, yeah. um, and I'm not. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's somebody else. That like what you just. Well, said, he's a brother. Law, he's a brother to you for sure. You know, um, I mean, whether he is by law is is irrelevant. Right. The point is, I think what what you've what you've just highlighted for us, Matt, is how your energy how your context and your approach choices that you've made self-talk that you've given yourself, how they have shaped the things that have happened to you. So things that we may not feel on the surface that we have control over, we have some measure of control based on the person we choose to be. And before we finish today, I want to make sure we really zero in on that. Cause it's something that we could glaze over pretty easily because I think we all agree, but it's a hard pill to swallow for some people that your energy is a choice that you make. A lot of people, it's easy, and for myself included, it's easy to feel victimized by your day yeah. or victimized by your circumstances, but you have to really keep in mind that 
you are the only one that can choose what your energy is going to be like. With that, before we wrap, you said something earlier about uh, one of the big things you do to change your mood, to change your energy is loving on somebody else, serving somebody else. That's a big one. If you were going to give one tip, Jay Pitts, uh, to our listeners about how to change your mood right away, like do you have a tried and true technique that you use if you're in a funk this is the one thing you can do to move yourself back out because i have one well stimulus external stimulus is really important right so i often say like if i don't know what to do if i'm lost i pick up the phone and call somebody because i am a a personality that thrives on interaction okay so that that's one thing that you can do but i have a song i'm not going to say what it is i'm not gonna you know it's mine it's something that is uniquely you know my thing and it's literally on a burnt CD in my CD player right now. I know it is on disc three of the disc changer. It's track number nine. I literally press two buttons to crank it up. If it's the summer, the windows come down. I press the gas pedal a little, a little harder. And I listen to that and it crawls inside my brain and puts me in a place of service. That's cool. Okay. Now it, it's the same, it's the same kind of thing that might psych me up on a really big listing appointment. It's it just somehow some way turns me over immediately i don't know what it is but it is and 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 i think that external stimulus is really important to understand how that can how that can affect you yeah and working uh, working out's great you know i mean do the things you know gabe it's not may not be my thing but gratitudes you know writing gratitudes speaking gratitudes self-talk affirmations all these things are good matt what about you do you have a thing uh you know, for me, I have to go back to, to music. Um, I, I, I'm obviously a big music fan myself. Like, I'm, I come into Remax Premier Properties bumping every once in a while. <laughs> um, I know that Ian saw me one, one day not too long ago. But, uh, but uh, for me, I, I, wanna, I, I didn't want to tie it into this, but, like, let's, I want to switch into guilt. So it's similar for uh. me to guilt. So if I have guilt, whether it be with my spouse or whether it be with, you know, something, maybe I missed something with a client or I did something like – I step up my game and go above and beyond to to counter, know, try, counterbalance your counterbalance guilt. my guilt and, and really boosts my my energy levels and my focus and, and that kind of thing. So I mean that's just something else I wanted to, to mention. No, that. I, I I thousand percent agree. Thousand percent. You know we wear this business like a badge of honor. Some of us, frankly, I mean you can go on you can go on the broke agent. You can go on any of these like you know, uh, these, these meme accounts on social media and you'll find a plethora of, you know, whether, whether it be like who said real estate was stressful and it's a picture of like a white haired, you know, old dude. And it says, I'm only 39 and I look great. You (laughs) know, I mean, we wear this business like a badge of honor. The truth is the, it is a roller coaster of emotions. So why we are sitting here talking about this today, Gabe, is the fact that you must, it is incumbent upon you to have success in this business be the the gatekeeper of your emotions and your emotional state. Because yeah. like I said, we, we said it, Matt is a perfect example. He's a guy that most would aspire to have his type of success this early in their career. Okay. And he wasn't fulfilled. I mean, it took him making substantial changes in his business and in his life to find the fulfillment that he needs. And he'll be the first one to tell you five minutes before we started this podcast, he wasn't feeling it. I asked him how he was doing. He said, I'm okay. Right. He said, I'm okay. So we're not impervious to always making the right choices. But I guarantee you, having talked about this, having been of service to others through this medium, you're going to walk out this room here in, here in a few minutes when we're done, 
feeling better than you did before. Well, I'm going to a closing after this. So. You're that? definitely going to be feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, but going to last, get a payday bar. Yeah, one, one thing else uh, that I did want to kind of bring to light. Yeah. So, you know, you hear the old adage that, you know, you got to take care of yourself before others. But it's a good word, I mean, it way. really is. So, you know, whether you're serving your, your wife, your spouse, or your kids, or your clients, or your team members, or your office staff, like, you really have to come – you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you, you, you know, you bring your best self, you know, to everybody else that's around you. And I think that's contagious as well. Um, you know, when you're, when you're doing those kind of things. So no, I love it before we wrap I must, I would be remiss if I did not throw out a plug. Mr. Hoagland, not only as a father, a husband, a real estate extraordinaire, real estate investor, among other things, he is also a podcaster, a fellow podcaster. Yeah, a veteran. So you should check out definitely. How many episodes we got? We've got four live and eight recorded. Four live, eight recorded coming soon. They're on iTunes, The Hoag List, H-O-A-G-L-I-S-T. I'm pretty sure you put that in the search bar. You're not going to miss it. Hoag List on iTunes or pretty much, I'm assuming, wherever you get your podcasts. Sure. Um, Matt, any other final words? No, I just, I, I think uh, what you just said is, is absolutely right. So, you know. I'm happy to, to come on here and, and be a part of this. And yeah. uh, luckily I've had some, some practice with my own podcast, but uh, yeah. this has been awesome and I, I enjoy being around you guys. So yeah, absolutely. Well, it was good to have you. Absolutely. It made this episode better because we were planning on doing it alone. I'm glad. Yeah. That you were yeah. And, it, and it, not, not afraid to say that we called an audible and like the second Matt walked in here, I knew it was meant to be, it was meant to be. So um, again, for Gabe Pruitt, I'm Jay Pitts. This is resource. We'll talk about, Louisville. Louisville Real Estate. Yes. Matt Hoagland of the Hoag List and Remax Premier Properties. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks, Jamie.